Shalom to all. Today's office is Sukkot Yudches. We are starting 11 lines from the top, the third to last word on the line. And today's office is sponsored Lu'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And yesterday we focused mostly on the Mount of Schach Puzzle, the Puzzles of Sukkah. Now we're going to focus on air, on Avir. And the Gemara says, Amr Abai, Avir Shloisha Pesukkah Kedayla. If a person has a space of three Tfachim of air in a large Sukkah, meaning it's larger than the minimum shear, Umiyatai, and he diminished it. How did he do so? Bain Bekanim, Bain Bishbudim, whether he did so with Kashrus which is kanim, that's reeds or sticks, or he used shpudim, which is spits that's either made out of metal, or it's just not kosher schach. Havimiyat, that is considered minimizing the space. Now we can apply lovid, and it's going to be kosher. However, besukah katan, if we're dealing with a small sukkah, it's the minimum size, and we have this three tefach airspace, the kanim havimiyat. If you put kanim there, you put kosher schach there, so that's a miyat. That diminishes the space and minimizes it, and now it's kosher. But besukah lay havimiyat, it's not considered diminishing it with shpudim, because now instead of having avir, he has schach puzzle, and that doesn't help him, we're in a small sukkah. And says the Gemara Vahanimili, this only applies. Meaning we're only going to say love it to gap of less than three tefachim min hatzad if it's on the side. Meaning it's right near the wall. Avol beemtza if we're right in the middle of the schach and we have three tefachim peligiba ravachav ravina. There's machlekes ravachav ravina. Chadamar one of them says yesh love it beemtza. We'll still apply love it to the middle of the schach. Chadamar in love it beemtza. One of them says we're not going to apply love it to the middle. We're only going to apply it to the wall or something right next to the wall. And now the gemara asks my time with the manda amr yesh love it beemtza. What's the reason with the manda amr that we apply love it to the middle of the sukkah and not to the actual walls? Meaning we can have love it even when it's not dealing with the wall. We have a kaira, a cross beam that's going across the entrance. We have a mavoi, and it goes from one wall and it doesn't reach the other wall. So we have two cross beams. One of them is coming out of the right wall. One of them is coming out of the left wall. But they don't touch each other. So if they're within three tefachim of each other, you do not have to bring another kaira to make this mavoi kasher. But if they're three tefachim away from each other, we have to bring another kaira. So here we see that we will apply love it even though it's not attached to a wall. We're just trying to join two kairas together. That's nothing to do with the wall. We're still going to apply love it. The Edech and the other man, the Amr, would explain that Bryce says, shiny kairas drabanan. When we're dealing with kairas that are making a mavoi kasher to carry in, that's only a lachad drabanan, so therefore we're going to be more makal. And now the Gemara is my time with the man, the Amr, ain't love it So what's the reason, the man, the Amr, we're not going to apply love it to the middle of the schach and it only is at the edge of the schach or on the wall itself? The Nanwe of Mishnah, Aruba Shabbabayus. Let's say we have a skylight in a house. It doesn't have to be a skylight, it just means there's a hole in the roof of a house. And it is a tefach wide. It's one tefach by one tefach wide. Let's say there's Thomas mace in the house. Everything inside the house is tame. We know that when there's a mace inside of a house, so everything else inside the house becomes tame because of Thomas oil, they're underneath the same roof. However, Masha can I get a ruba tahar? Whatever is directly underneath this skylight, whatever is directly underneath this hole in the roof is going to be tahar because it's not considered that it's under the same roof. Toma can I get a ruba? Let's say the Toma is directly opposite. It's right underneath the skylight. Everything inside the house is tahar. That's because the tumma goes right through the hole in the roof. Ain't by ruba tefach. Let's say this aruba, this skylight, this hole does not have a tefach. Tumma bias. Let's say there's tumma in the house. Kineged aruba tahar. So anything which is directly opposite this hole is tahar. And tumma kineged aruba. If the tumma is right opposite this hole, call bias kulay tahar. The entire house is tahar. So we see clearly from here that we're not applying lavud, even though this hole is only one tefach wide. We're not going to say lavud and then it's considered closed. The idach and the other man, the armor would answer this mishnah. Shani hilchas tumma. When we're dealing with hilchas tumma, that's different. That's halach lamish misinai. That is what we apply Helchas Toma to. However, we cannot learn that to Helchas Sukkah. And Darshav Yudabar Yilai, he darshan the following. We have a house, it got a hole in the middle, termites ate through it, a rocket fell through it, a tree fell in it, something happened to the house, and he puts Chach on that. Ksheira, it is kosher, you are allowed to use it as your Sukkah. And Amr Lafan Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yesi, told him, Rabbi, he addressed him, and he told him, Parish, you have to explain the following when you tell your Halacha over exactly what my father explained. Kach Abba, this is what my father said. Arba Ames Psula, Pachas Marba Ames Ksheira, that if this Chach is four Ames 
away from the wall, it's possible, and only if it's within four amas of the wall, it's kosher, because we could apply daifin akuma. You can't just say this halacha, that if you put schach on top of a hole in your roof, it's kosher, without saying that there's a limitation of four amas over here. And our Shabihud we have a similar conversation, Avruma Sharia. What's Avruma? It's a type of small fish. If a person catches a batch of this small fish, he's allowed to eat that batch of fish, and he does not have to be afraid that a small type of non-kosher fish got mixed up in here, and he's not able to differentiate between this Avruma, which is a kosher fish, and a non-kosher fish. Amr Lafan Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi told him, Rabbi Paresh, you have to explain the following, that Kach Amr Abba, what my father said, That's only if you catch this Avruma in this certain area. However, if you catch this Avruma in a different river, then it would not be permitted. That's because some non-kosher fish might get caught up in it. Just like what Abai said, This Sachanta type of fish from the river Bav, Shari is permitted to eat, and you don't have to be afraid that there's some small fish that got caught up in it that are going to be non-kosher that you didn't realize got mixed in. Now, my time, why is that? Why do you not have to be afraid that non-kosher fish got caught up in here? If you want to say because this river has a very swift current, and these non-kosher fish, since they do not have a spinal cord, they're not able to withstand the current of this river, and therefore they get washed downstream, and only the kosher fish are able to stay in this current of the river. We see that small non-kosher fish are able to live in this swift current. So It must be it's because it has very salty waters. And this non-kosher fish, since he doesn't have scales, he's not able to live in such water. And that's why you don't have to be afraid that you also caught up some non-kosher fish with your kosher fish. But that's not true because we see that non-kosher fish live in salty water. It must be because the bottom of the river, Tinai was like the silt or the soil at the bottom of the river, doesn't promote the growth of non-kosher fish. And therefore, when you catch the kosher fish in this river, you don't have to be afraid that there's non-kosher fish mixed up in it. But Amar Avina, he tells us something practical. Nowadays, the Shvichin Har Esun and Har Gamdul Hasam, that the Esun River and the Gamdul River spill into there and they bring species of non-kosher fish with them. Asira, it's Usr. So when you catch this kosher fish, you do have to be afraid that there's species of non-kosher fish caught up in there and you're just not able to differentiate between them because it's very small. And now going back to Hilchasukah, and we've had this case previously. We have houses lining three sides of a chatzar. Everyone has an achsadra, a roof jutting out over their front door, extending somewhat into the chatzar. The residents of the chatzar cover the entire middle with schach resting on the achsadras. And over here, we're not able to apply daifan akuma and use the walls of their house as their walls of their sukkah. That's because the achsadra is four amas wide, and therefore we cannot apply daifan akuma. So here the Gemara tells us, Itmar was stated, If someone puts schach on top of an achsadra, this case that we just described, however, it has Patsimen. Patsimen are columns supporting the achsadras, supporting the roof so they don't fall down. And Rashi tells us these poles are within three tvachim of each other. So these columns now have lavud, and we actually have a wall. Ksheira, so this sukkah is kosher. She'en patsimen. However, if these achsadras do not have patsimen, they don't have these columns. And as we said, we're not able to use the wall of the houses. That's because it's more than four hamas away. Abay Amar he says it is still kosher, no problem. Rav Amar Psula, Rav says it's puzzle. Now Abay Amar he says the sukkah is still kosher. Yud chazon bezan top we apply the concept of which literally means that the edge of the roof descends and seals off. What does this mean? We take the thickness or the edge of the roof, we extend it all the way downwards. This is a type of good aches, and now we have a wall. The edge of the roof over here means the edge of the achsadra roof, we extend it all the way downwards, we seal it off, we have a wall, and now we have a kosher sukkah. Now, Rava Amr, he says, let's puzzle, let me know p'tikr yard v'saisim. We didn't say p'tikr over here. And normally, Rava Labai, Rava tells Abai, according to you, you apply heat ticker over here in this case. Even if we have the middle wall of a sukkah falling down, we should apply P tikra, meaning we have three walls of a sukkah. The middle main wall falls down. Now we only have two walls. You should still take a look 
at the schach and say, let's just extend the schach downwards, p tikra to the schach, and now we have three walls. Why don't you say that's kosher? Amrlehi responded to him, I agree to you in that case that it's not kosher. Because to the physical eye, it looks like a mavi hamafolish. It looks like an open alleyway that's open on both ends because we only have one wall on one side, one wall on another side. We don't have any middle wall that seals it off, and therefore we're not going to apply p tikra over there. And now the Gemara suggests, Let's say Abai and Rava are arguing in the same achlekes of Rav and Shmuel. We have a mamra. Let's we have an achsadra in a beka. A beka is a field, and out in the middle of a field we have an achsadra, which means just a roof which is situated on four posts, and people could go underneath and they could be protected from the sun. They could have a little picnic there. So we have this achsadra. Rav Amr he says, a person is allowed to carry within this entire achsadra on Shabbos, even though we don't necessarily have walls. We see over here pitikra. We take the edge of the achsadra roof, we extend it all the way downwards, and here we have halachic walls, and therefore you're allowed to carry within this entire thing on Shabbos. Ushmul Amr he says, You're only allowed to carry four amas inside here. We know anytime someone's out in the open and they're not surrounded by an Erev, they're not surrounded by mechitzas, they're limited to carrying four amas, and that is the same thing underneath this achsadra. We do not say pitikra over here. So seemingly Rav holds like a bai that an area with no mechitzas can use mechitzas relying solely on pitikra, whereas Shmuel would hold like Rava that we do not rely solely on pitikra. But now the Gemara says that it's not such a clear parallel because everyone agrees in Shmuel, meaning both Abai and Rav agreed that Shmuel would not allow our sukkah case. Why not? Because in the Shabbos case, the whole purpose of the Achsadra is to protect those underneath it, and pitikra would further accomplish that by quote unquote sealing off those inside with the wall. And Shmuel still doesn't say pitikra in that case. So in the sukkah case, where the pitikra is creating walls that are benefiting those outside the Achsadra, he most definitely would not hold of pitikra. Now you test Amadalf on the top. Keep pligi when's our machlaikas? Alibidarav in Shitas Rav. Abai Karav. Abai holds like Rav that we say Pitikra. Virav Amalcha, he'll tell you Ad Kamalakama Rav Hasam. Rav only says over there in the Shabbos case that we're gonna apply Pitikra, El de Mechitzas Lach Sajahu Davidi. That's because the Mechitzas that the Pitikra is creating are benefiting those inside the Achsadra. Just like we had said previously, the roof of the Achsadra is benefiting those underneath it, and the Mechitzas are accomplishing the same thing. So therefore we'll say Pitikra. Avalhacha, but over here in our sukkah case, that the walls being created by Pitikra are not benefiting those underneath the Achsadra. They're benefiting those that are inside the sukkah, which is outside the Achsadra. So Rav would not say that we apply Pitikra. So here we have our Machlaikas. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to discuss this Machlaikas of Rav and Abai. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.